0: Previously on David and Kieran's Variety Adventure Cast. Um...
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to dacvac 5! How exciting! Now, unfortunately, Kieran couldn't make it in today so it is just me. So I'm going to just get started with it, and uh, first things first, as usual, I will read the emails that we've received during the week. Our first email for this week is from someone who styles herself Alinom. I assume her name is Alison and she's just a bit silly. It says, hello, that's the subject. Hey David and Korean Kieran. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to all your adventures, accents and eloquacy. Tonight, whilst listening, I drew a fish. Also, I have a suggestion. David, I think in the interest of this podcast, you should grow a beard. A mighty one. Bye! And then a little kiss. Not an actual kiss, just an X, because it's an email. And that could be slightly awkward, because it's called sexting, which is illegal. And with that awkward pause, I'll move on to the next email. From Olivia to the all-entertaining David and Kieran. Having been a dedicated listener of your show from the start, I thought it time I sent an email. I thought when I first began listening that your podcast would have a specific discussed topic or theme rather than individual segments. Though still thoroughly entertaining, I realised this was not the case. So I thought I would ask, if your podcast was to have a set theme, what would it be? What would it be? would it be about something mildly factual, such as current media issues, discussed in your amusing fashion, of course, or would it be something a little more important and interesting, such as discussing various apocalyptic situations? After all, I was quite enlightened by your zombie segment. Also regarding your question about The Wizard of Oz being the first film to use colour, I am led to believe that it was the first to use Technicolour. However, the 1918 film Cupid Angling, that seems silly, that's not a real name. Anyway, the 1918 film Cupid Angling is thought to be one of the first to use the method of hand-tinting frames, making it the first actual full-length colour, in inverted commas. I did that, and the bunny ears thing, and no one can see it. Uh, Full-length colour film. Because one bit of enlightenment deserves another, or something like that. Yours in sickness, and in health, and on Twitter, Olivia. What a thoroughly tasty bit of information. Well, not. I'm no use without Kieran, as it turns out. All right, speaking of Kieran, he did send me a, an apologetic email. Uh, here we go. Hi, David. I won't be able to make it this week because due to... Awfully mysterious circumstances... But please still let me know if you'd like me to do anything, or write anything, or prepare anything for the show. Oh, and promise me if you get in a guest host, you don't invite that arsehat Bernie TB. I think he has some kind of vendetta against me, and I don't want him there if I'm not around to keep an eye on him. We'll be in touch, Kieran. This is slightly awkward. And I'll tell you why, dear listeners. Because, well, I needed someone to come in and help me, but... There's only one person available, and that happened to be Bernie. Hello. Everyone, welcome Bernie! Afternoon, sir. How are we? Alive? That's better than Kieran is, apparently.
0: Yes! Actually, I've just I've just
1: noticed, uh, he's he's actually sent me a few voicemail messages. Has he? Yeah, I never noticed that before. Ooh. But um, let's see if I can just drag them over into this. Hello! you've reached David and Bernie's Variety Adventure Cast. Hi! We're not in at the moment because Aww. we're hmm, we're probably seducing beautiful women. Yes. Lots of them. Yes. All the time. Yes. So please leave a message and we'll get back to you once we're done.
0: All oh, they're done. Hi, David and uh, Bernie. Um, there's been a quick change of plans.
1: I will actually be able to make it in this week. Uh, I'll just be running a bit late, so I'll see you soon. Bye.
0: David, I'm outside. It's really cold. Can you please let me in? David? Um, yeah, I'm going home, but give me a call, okay? I think there's like a black band following me or something.
1: David, I don't know where I am and it's more than slightly concerning. No, put, put that down. Stop it. Give that back right now. Stop it. No, no don't touch it. Well, that's slightly awkward.
0: I thought I heard a noise. Perhaps <laughs> I should have investigated.
1: Do you think he's dead?
0: Let's I, have... d- I don't know. Oh. I think best not to think about it, and we'll just move on.
1: We'll move right along. Moving to along to...
0: The story of the day. Yes. Which is a very big story. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I could find it in my list of big stories, they're all very big. It's a very big list. That's why they're big stories. Oh, he's the, clever now. Yes. Now the page is reloading. Here it is. This is the Sunday Dispatch. Now, although this is the big story of the day, it is from three years ago. News, Not important news, at all. News is very slow coming out <laughs> of the um, the San Francisco Weekly. This story is about Masturbathon two thousand and eight. And it is quite quite truly horrific. David, if you would like to
1: <laughs> with my newsreader voice. Yes. I'll read you a selection of sentences completely out of context, and you can piece together what it's about, because that would be much more amusing. The Centre for Sex and Culture was hosting its annual masturbathon, which has a way of drawing San Francisco's finest, explains Sue, a voluptuous volunteer, door greeter, in a black corset and wild hair through that door walked a hoary hippie who looked like Moses and it was practiced in the way of Tantra he broke the world record for orgasming the most times
0: 31 the surprise guests of honor were three Japanese men all had come from Tokyo unannounced one said he was the editor of a magazine similar to Maxim The other two wore red jumpsuits with the slogan, New Adult Concept, printed up one side. They were apparently doing market research for the Tenga, a Japanese version of Vagina in a Can. Inside, the participants, who had each paid $20 for the privilege of masturbating in a communal setting, were free to move about three rooms, which were stocked with refreshments and decorated with plenty of masturbation artwork. Okay, so we get to the men's endurance competition. It's the uh, the big prize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would think so, wouldn't you?
0: Yes, yes, apparently the two men in the red jumpsuits were, um, and I quote the story here, head to head. Both were using the Tenga, a red and white striped disposable masturbation aid. After eight hours and 40 minutes, both had broken the world record. <laughs> the story goes on Both men seemed exhausted And cited jet lag and sleepiness uh, As their uh, biggest uh, challenges well, They'd be pretty but chilled end, out otherwise But in the end 20 years of intense training Is what helped get the winner over the line <laughs> but, <laughs> That's just... The Masturbation Competition, that's brilliant and horrifying and totally something I'd expect to find in San Francisco.
1: Mm, mm. No doubt he started practising in 1991 when when Tomb Raider first came out and he was 13.
0: Oh, that's what it would have been. That's what it would yes. have been. Yes. That's, that's when a
1: lot of men started. Well, <sighs> basically, they've realised that her luscious breasts were the biggest selling point of that game series. So they've just played it up so much. I
0: like how they kept that thing going through to the movies where Angelina Jolie's luscious breasts were what propped up the movies.
1: Mm -hmm. They were otherwise quite dull.
0: A bit saggy and and... crapping. Not the breasts. Wait, what? (laughs) Not the breasts. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Not the breasts. (laughs) They were lovely.
0: They were lovely.
1: Moving on from this slightly misogynistic rant.
0: um, What's next, David.
1: A dog in between my legs. Moving on from this slightly awkward episode. David? Yes?
0: I have a question for you.
1: I will answer it truthfully and faithfully.
0: Excellent. I'm a 14-year-old and in love with an 18-year-old, but also in a relationship with someone else. Oh. Help. Oh,
1: how would I go about that? Um.
0: And it's not like I'm asking for a friend, it's actually...
1: Yes, you are a 14-year-old. Yeah. I can tell that, definitely. Um, What I would do is just be upfront and honest with all the parties involved to save the hurt that could possibly come about from such an iffy situation.
0: Excellent. I have another question. David. Oh, good,
1: good, good. Because I'm here to help.
0: I, I I appreciate that, and I have many, many questions my mm-hmm. my life experience being so limited. Indeed, indeed. How can the world possibly end in 2012 if I have yoghurt that expires in 2013? Oh. Perhaps... It's
1: because it's not the end of the world, it's the end of the world as we know it, into a new world where humans are human slaves in a yoghurt nation.
0: I for one welcome our new dairy overlords. This is a personal question.
1: Oh, alright, well, it's just between you and me. I'll move the mic closer.
0: Oh, not too close. Just, Just between
1: you and me, though. The mic's closer.
0: Okay, excellent. Okay. So I heard that in the Middle Ages, guys masturbated by putting things in their penis holes. So Mm. I decided to try it with a pen cap. So I started masturbating, and it felt great. But I got into it, and it got pushed down in there so I couldn't pull it out. I've been trying to pull it out for the last half an hour with my nails, but I can't get a grip. All I did was cut myself. I know I should go to a doctor, but my life would be over if anyone found out about this. Please help, how should I get it out, in a way that doesn't cause much confection?
1: Well, I have a counter-question for you, Bernie. Yes, David? Two things, actually. Why are you laughing so maniacally during you telling me that? Well, that's clearly a problem. And secondly, perhaps more pressingly, why when the things in your urethra, as the penis hole is properly called... Why is there a production of confection? And is that where confectionery has always come from? Because if it is, I'm starting to worry. And that Mars bar scandal we had a couple of years ago may make a lot more sense to a lot of people. Or you meant infection.
0: Secondly, I don't know. I think it's best we don't dwell on it.
1: No, yeah, probably. I like
0: lollies. I'd like to keep it that way. Yes. Um, Firstly... I've forgotten the first question
1: (laughs) Why did you laugh When you're talking about a pen lid In your penis
0: Yes! In my penis hole Yes Because penis hole is a very funny word
1: (laughs) It's a funny word (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I think it's a word that is not used
1: Quite enough
0: No, no, no no Look, urethra is a fun word Mm. Fallopian tubes (laughs) A fun
1: word. Words. Fun words. Fallopian tubes. All right. Let's see. Okay. Penis hole. Fun Funniest word. word. Yeah. Okay.
0: Can can I digress
1: mm. from our? Oh no, we wouldn't do that. That's no, not remember... something we do here at David and Ewan's <sighs> writing Podcast.
0: No, the, the idea of moving away from the horribly structured uh, structure. <laughs> yeah, it's using a word to describe a word. Mm. Um, your clock mm. over there yep. on the piano. Yeah.
1: I have a piano. I'm very cultured.
0: Ah, yes, I almost called it a mantle. this <laughs> but That's it's normally where one finds clocks. Yeah, this is particularly a clocks with hanging things that swing pendulums. Yeah, they. Um, uh, it dings randomly.
1: No, not randomly at all. Every fifteen minutes, however, it's set an hour and ten minutes slow. Which you know, some people set their clocks at different times because it's mildly helpful. Like the clock in my car is set ten minutes fast so that I'm always thinking I'm running 10 minutes Is that helpful when you're getting... That's actually really helpful, because I panic.
0: Sorry, Mr. Policeman, you didn't book me speeding. Look, I was here 10 minutes ago.
1: That's exactly the, the context I used it in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, it, says, it says here 243, but actually it's 253. I'm 10 That's... minutes further down. You're not really talking to me. I am a figment of your imagination, and then I disappear off into a cloud of dust.
1: That's exactly the context I used it in. You must have pulled me over at least once, being a police officer at night. That I'm not. No, you're right. not. But um, an hour and ten minutes slow <laughs> is helpful to no man. The problem was, it was ten minutes. It's not even Perth time. <laughs> it's ten minutes slow.
0: It's only forty minutes slow in Adelaide.
1: Yeah, we should move to Adelaide so it's not that slow.
0: And it's fifty minutes fast in Perth.
1: Hey, that would be helpful.
0: If we were in Perth. If we're in Perth. Which and needed we're not. to be
1: 50 minutes in the future. Anyway. um,
0: you should put that clock on the DeLorean.
1: Oh, God. Following on from this idea, we have a new sitcom that's just arrived from the US. And it is called Clocky in Akari. It's kind of a spin off of Back to the Future and kind of shit. But we hope you enjoy it anyway. Yes. So, here we go. En- enjoy.
0: I'm going to put a clock in my car. Well, I said, what, what do you do that for? Hijinks. <laughs> well, what we going to do with the car and the, car, the clock in the car? The car and the clock and the car and the clock? Yeah. Why do they put the car and the clock? <laughs> it's Kara It's Kara I can see it being at 1am on 7, mate. Very, very soon.
1: (laughs) It's exactly the tripe they put on. Oh, dear. Well, um, we're sorry. We are deeply sorry, and we won't play it ever again. That's all we can say.
0: Yes, I apologise profusely. (laughs) Lester! Lester,
1: the little bastard. He gets me every time, just when we're getting into something Oh, that was shite! No, He had a fair point coming it's in the just now. It's the bright
0: purple leotard, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I know. You should take it off. I mean, he's really getting a bit Steady. excited by it. Uh, oh, no, yeah. I've just propositioned you for sex there, haven't I? No, I haven't. No, you were
0: propositioning Lester. I was talking to you to
1: take off your purple leotard not, because it's exciting about... him. No, I was and that's why comes and plays is flute. Oh. Still, if you wear a purple leotard, I'm going to be confused by it, all right?
0: okay. Note to self.
1: Yeah. When you come back...
0: Don't first buy a purple leotard bed in order to wear it. (laughs) Secondly, or note two, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm writing a list, don't wear said purple leotard if you bought one. Three, which I won't. You done? Yes, I've run out of hand.
1: Oh, good. Right. Well, that was Lester, and that does mean that we do have to go, but don't forget that we'll be back again. Well, I'll be back again. I, and Kieran I probably be won't
0: be back again.
1: We're not having him back.
0: I'm not surprised.
1: Although we may have him back um, at the beginning of next season of the podcast when we will have a special, which you will find out more about. I mean, we're halfway through the season now. So, I suppose we should tell you about what's maybe coming up next season.
0: No. No. Wait. No,
1: well, I, I don't really or, know.
0: Or you could go the Doctor Who route and mm. just put up a stupid title card with the lamest title you can think of on it and says, coming in autumn, let's kill Hitler.
1: Yes.
0: Because that just fills you with confidence about the quality of programming to come.
1: It does. It, it really does. All right. Well, uh, let's well, stop faffing about. Stephen with...
0: Moffat's just not even trying anymore,
1: really. he's <laughs> not. He got a bit <laughs> cocky with Blink, didn't he? That's when it got cocky. Yeah,
0: but that was awesome. It was
1: awesome. He's allowed to be cocky about Blink.
0: And then the last one was awesome. I
1: but never, then Yeah, I never saw that. But then
0: you get to let's kill Hitler. <laughs> and you just go.
1: I what? But you're not even trying, Stephen Muffin.
0: You've Godwin and the episode's not even for six months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually gonna talk about Godwin's Rule. But I forgot to do so. <laughs> Okay, for those of you who don't know, Godwin's rule... Godwin is some sort of internet pundit. I don't even know what pundit means. Pundit. Pundit. What does it mean?
0: Professional guesser.
1: Oh, well, well yeah. Yeah. He's a professional guesser. So, Godwin decided, or realised, that the longer an internet argument goes on in a forum, per se, the probability of someone mentioning Hitler, the Nazis, or the Holocaust... Approaches one. And Stephen Moffat has Godwin six months out from the actual airing of the episode.
0: Wasn't there also an a, 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 a appendix or an addendum to that law that states the first one to mention Hitler automatically yeah, it, it, yeah, loses the yeah, argument? <laughs> if it is
1: mentioned, it is deemed that you have lost the argument and it's over. As it was stated in QI in season G, I think it was... Um, The exception to this rule is if the argument is in fact about Hitler or the Nazis or the Holocaust. But that's all we have time for. We've Godwind, so we've lost. Yay! Additionally, I just lost the game. (laughs) Anyway, cheerio, and I'll see you next week. Although I won't see you, I'll talk at you, and you will listen to me talking at you, but Kieran will be here. That's the only difference it'll be. Thank you very much for your kind attention. And thank you to Bernie for filling in kindly for Kieran. Has it been a pleasure for you?
0: It has been a pleasure. A big pleasure. A huge pleasure. I am totally pleasured. Good. I have within me great amounts of pleasure.
1: I'm glad that that's within you. And not out of you. Yes. Because that would be... In is better. Dear listeners, good night. Good night. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait! Wait. 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 Kate... was a bit late. And frankly, I sound like a beatnik. But... Kate was a bit late with her fact of the week. And I was unimpressed, but, fortunately, through the magic of Twitter, She managed to send me her fun fact and it is most bones in its snout is in fact the aardvark om nom nom bugs and stuff which i think was definitely worth waiting for thank you again kate and i thought she wasn't gonna pull through for us this week but she always does now i suppose things are seldom what they seem skim milk masquerades as cream Oh, forgot my sports bra for the dancing. If you like, we're well, sorry there has been another interruption. Uh, someone is at the door. I'm not sure who it is, but I'll I'll just go and check. Goodness gracious me. It's private detective Battered Brown Hamilton Russell McSauce British Petroleum Jones. Don't fret too much. I'm just here to nick, Bernie. But why would you do that, Private Detective? As you may recall, we didn't have a tea of the week this week. And that is because Bernie, being the twat that he is, doesn't drink tea. By the wings of Isis! How strange and bizarre! Oh, it gets much worse, David. He is, by his own fucking admission, a coffee man. I feel so used and betrayed. But you can rest easy, knowing that he's in my custody, you fat, cheeky, queer-looking twat. Actually, I found that a bit rude, and I would appreciate it very much if you... Now take this cheeky bastard back to my hometown of Bruges, in Belgium! Yeah, you can fuck off and take your lounge band with you as well. Little shit. Like and want to comment on anything you've heard today, why don't you send us an email to extraordinary.thespian-gmail.com and while you're on the internet, why don't you like our Facebook page, League of Extraordinary Thespians? And if it's still not done on the internet, why don't you check out our Twitter feed? Go to twitter.com slash Hit follow. And we might follow you back if you, you know, make things that are funny-like. And then we will be funny-like also. That's what we do, because we are comedians.